All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome. Little Woods, episode 11. It's been about a month, it feels like. Maybe longer. Is this what a podcast feels like, Jake? I don't know. Y'all been, uh, y'all been leaving me hanging. We've been ready to podcast. It's just all the timing's been off. I'm telling you, the end of February is just busy. Uh, you come Valentine's Day and everybody's trying to dodge having a baby. Um, and then we rolled into that month. It's kind of one of the most depressing months of the year, personally. So we're done with duck season. The geese have left. There's nothing to shoot there. Um, you know, you're starting to try to catch a fish a little bit early. Basically, you're just out there getting real cold for no reason. Crows are still flying good. I know the crows are out. We got them around, but now this, hey, like everybody, if, if you're new to us, Little Woods Outdoors, my name's Witt. Uh, tonight on the mic, I got Jacob out in Fort Smith. Tyler Birchfield's graced us with his presence. Thank God he finally made it. He's out of his closet this time, so. Uh, whoa, that didn't sound right, did it? But Tyler's up there in Fayetteville area. And then we got Drew and Desart. Drew might get cut off. That internet still ain't good. But uh, in previous episodes, we've experienced that. But we'll see what happens. They had better internet in the pyramids than Drew's got in Desart. <laughs> no kidding. I'm still working on my bag phone right now. <laughs> uh, I, I said King a dial tone. <laughs> they said King Tut had Wi-Fi in his. <laughs> That's too good. That's too good. Uh, jokes Harder. on you, Drew. Jokes on you. <laughs> but I'm glad all y'all made it out. Uh, we got we got quite a bit to talk about. Sounds like you know when you're doing a podcast series, if you do it weekly, you kind of run out of topics almost. It's like eventually you're talking about the same thing over and over. But the end of this last month has been pretty eventful, even though it's been depressing. I mean, it's been raining. It's been cold. It got hot for a little while. I mean, yeah, that fall, spring. That fall, spring. Well, I I mean, the groundhog come out. He said it was going to be a couple more weeks of winter. I didn't believe him, though. Well, I already had a tick stuck to my butt cheek on those two warm days, so I could do away with the heat. <laughs> not cover all weather that's for sure it's always overall weather though <laughs> uh, but it's all good and fun i mean what what have you guys been up to tyler it's been a little bit since we had you on i know you got something good that baby yeah not not a lot had uh had baby's uh, first birthday today so that was a little bit of a celebration uh, other than that working on some food plots kind of getting ready for the fall getting ready for some turkey hunting um Wit, I want you to talk about the disc situation. I'm going to go in and bring that up right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Let's just jump out and do it. I really thought there wasn't going to be any, anybody in this world know about me getting that thing stuck like that. But then my wife took a picture. She thought it was funny and sent it out. Next thing I know, the whole countryside knows I'm, I'm buried up. But. You know, a little backstory. So this last year, I got a tractor. I grew up on a farm. I got tired of borrowing my dad's stuff because 
Well, he ain't real nice about me borrowing anything, so I figure I just buy my own. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> that's, that's the best way to put it. The the game warden of Hickory Plains, he don't like sharing equipment, so uh, I got my own tractor, and it I thought I was hot stuff, and we got us a new disc we drug out of the weeds and got it operational in it. And in my mind, and I know everybody else out there is the same way as me, the end of February, like I mentioned it, it just, there's not much you can do, but just wait for the next hunting season. Uh, you know, you spend time with family, do this and that, but at some point you just get bored in the house. Well, I caught about three dry days and I got that just stuck. Big time stuck. It wasn't dry yet. Was it stuck before or after the tire and wheel fell off? Well, whole story, kind of starting from the beginning. So I go up there. We got this new disc. My full intentions were, you know, just get it to my house. My dad, I asked him, I said, you got it? Is it ready to go? He said, yeah, yeah, it's ready to go. Go hook up to it. So I hooked up to it. Got a hydraulic cylinder on it. I hooked that up. I lifted it up. Disc is good. I'm ready to go. Start jerking it down the highway. It's about three miles to my house, all right? That three-mile ride down the highway, my wife's following me, make sure I don't get run over. Make it fine. I drive down the driveway. I'm like, man, it's pretty dry out. All I'd been on was concrete and gravel road at that point, right? So I was like, well, I'll just, I just got to test it out. I just, I, it was eating me up. I was bored. I needed something to do. But I started behind the house. Behind my house, I got 160 acres of what used to be beautiful tall pine trees. They're planted back, oh, three, four years before I was born. And then they got clear cut probably nine years ago and now it's up in voluntary pines and i was just had some dozer work done where i had fire break cut around it so i just was going to diss this fire break well i didn't make it very far down the first lane and about that time i let the disc down and i was disking i it was going good and all of a sudden i look back and i'm i'm dragging the disc real because the tractor started to bog down on me and i look back whole right side of that disc is just burying up, just trying to just cut as far as it can. I mean, it's, it's a big old cutting disc. This ain't something that a 75 horsepower tractor really needs to be dragging anyways. Yeah, I found out that on Farming Simulator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Farming Simulator didn't have nothing on this episode, I swear. About that time I look back, that whole side's down. And I've got a tire just being drug with it. My tire's off on that right side. I'm like, what in the world? So I get out. It just so happened to be the wettest part of that fire lane. Just a big old, it was one of those spots that really needed to be disced anyways on a dry day. You know, on a dry day, not a wet day. And I get out. And the bolt apparently was never put in that tire. Uh, so basically I drove all the way home without a bolt in that tire, holding that spindle in somehow by the grace of God, I made it all the way home without it falling off. But 
when I got back there, just a little bit of extra pressure, a little vibration, I guess. You almost disc up half a Hickory Plains. <laughs> if you thought Arkansas roads were bad, you should have seen after I got home with that disc. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting disc would have tore that concrete up. But uh, I wasn't on the local news. I made it all the way to my house, at least. I just made it on Lacey's Snapchat story, and then I was on local news for sure. Will sent me a picture of his tractor just nosedive. I mean, back tires barely even touching the ground. I'm like, did you not grow up on a farm? <laughs> it was that secret hole. Well, now we know why your dad is uh, not too eager to lend out his stuff to you. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> makes sense. There's, there's a reason there's full of drive on this equipment. You know what I mean? So you can just go through that kind of stuff. But if the tire wouldn't have fell off, I'd have been all right. He said it was too muddy to come pull you out, didn't he? Yeah, that tractor just sat back there for about a week. <laughs> we, we had to let the creek go down. I mean, it, I mean, it went down a little bit. But, uh, but no, so after the tire fell off, big thing is I was like, well, I, I'm man enough. I can fix this problem. I can fix this. So I go back to the house. Well, that's when Lacey came and got me, took pictures, made fun of me, carried me back to the house. I got a bolt. I was like, oh, I can get this back in there. That won't be a problem. I got the tire back in there. No big deal. Uh, it just, I was covered from head to toe in mud because I was in a mud hole. Uh, got the tire back on, drug it. Maybe, oh, I bet you I made it 100 yards. About that time, the other side just goes straight down into what must have been an old tree root hole. Um, and so I'm trying to drag that and then my tractor starts trying to get buried. That's when Jacob's talking about my whole tractor was upside down. Cause that's when I really got in a good hole there. Yeah. I'd say it was a pretty good one. Uh, so I unhooked, hooked the chain to the dish, picked it up, drug it out of that hole. Uh, and then about that time, here comes my dad to help me. This is like a week later. I thought the tractor was going to need like divine intervention to get it out of this hole because it was stuck, you know. And I had a bucket on the front of this tractor. I mean, and I I tried to push it out with the bucket. I, I'm i not a farmer. I, I don't run that much tractor. I mean, I can run mine decent. I can run his fine. But I was I was thinking we were about to have to have a bulldozer come pull this thing out. And I drive him back there. And that's all he does, I guess, is drive tractors. He, he can't do my job. I can't do his. So I let him out. He got on this tractor, drives it right out of the hole. I was mad as I could be. I was like, this is just bull crap. I was thinking we are going to need a winch, something. He just paid you back some of that clutch you had on his tractor. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he had it in, like, C3, just full throttle. I, I mean, we put... It might only read 50 hours on my tractor, but that just, it's like, it's like vet school did to me. It at least took 10 years off my life. I'm pretty sure we put an extra 150 hours on that tractor in about five seconds. So he was pretty hard on it. <laughs> I get it back to the house and the hydraulic lines, like shooting hydraulic fuel out. I'm like, oh my God, how'd that happen? <laughs> <But, laughs> now, so we get it out of that hole. 
And and then that's when it got interesting because he is back there. And we're off in this mud hole and him and John both telling me, you shouldn't have been back here, this and that. I'm like, I told y'all before we came back here, I'm in a bad spot, okay? I don't want to hear nothing about it. Oh, they still had to rise me about it. So I was hearing all about how you don't need to be out here. It's too wet, this and that. Well, where I was going was pretty dry. It's just I had to go through the creek to get there. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the the pasture's always greener on the other side of the fence. That was one of those instances for sure, 100%. So, well, my dad gets in it. He hooks up to the tractor, and I just barely put that tire back on. I didn't have a bolt in it at that time. He goes maybe 20 foot, and the tire falls off again. Then he's really mad <laughs> at that point. So so we're, we're like, ah, oh, crap. So we beat the thing back together. I had a couple bolts. We finally get it back on there, put some bolts through it, uh, screwed up about three bolts, driving them in, trying to get. But we finally got one in, put those on. Well, heck, he makes it maybe. I don't know, 75 yards with the tractor. That bolt breaks, that tire falls off again. At that point, he's so mad, he just starts dragging it into an even deeper water hole. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, he's fuming tractors in C3, just, I mean, 6,000 RPMs. It's, just, it's full throttle. He's dragging that disc. That area back there, you don't want to even want to get in it with like a like a side by side right now because you gonna be sunk. But he gets all the way; he's almost to the dry spot where we could actually work on it again. And he catches a tree on the left side of the disc, and it hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> and then that tractor just instantly just goes, boom, sits right down into the mud. I'm like, oh no! He turns That's just the tractor like off. He looks back at me. He says. Well, guess we need to let it dry up first. <laughs> I was about to say, that's exactly what he had planned for the day, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he was excited. He wasn't near as muddy as I was, but uh, <laughs> it definitely didn't get it out. I mean, so, you know, that just that's just a good lesson for everybody. When you're bored, kind of a little depressed about the weather, ain't got anything to hunt, don't drive your tractor and disc off in a mud hole. That's just not a good thing to do. I learned my lesson. I want everybody else to take this as a pointer. Just don't do it. Uh, so we finally get it all out. The tractor and disc is back at my house now. So if anybody's wondering, that was a good video trying to get it out. But we got it out. We got it home. Uh, the tire is in a temporary location. But this big, heavy cutting disc I have, literally it's got just two tires on it it's meant to have four uh we're gonna have to put two more on it before i really work with it but that's even funny you asked me about that story because my dad called me today he said you know if you need to hit that sunflower plot right out there by your house you could probably use it on it just watch that tire would you <laughs> <laughs> i'm like okay you worried about the doves now aren't you i see i see uh, he's ready to get them flying over there. As long as it's not his equipment, he's okay if it tears up. He ain't worried about it. <laughs> well, but, I I enjoyed all those pictures. I, I'm, you, you almost talked me into driving down there to help you, but 
I wouldn't have been no help anyway. I mean, I don't know who I needed to help me, but I just didn't need to be in that spot. That's who I. That's what I needed to be. I don't think there's any help in him. I think Drew was with me, and he was just agging me on to go through that mud hole the whole time. He says he's learned his lesson, but this is about his fifth lesson in about 20 years, and you know he still hasn't learned. So take his advice. Learn the lesson the first time. I mean, why do they even put four-wheel drive on those things if you can't go through that hole? You know what I'm talking about? Well, I I really don't think they're meant to be driving through four inches of water with a, I don't know, a 500-pound disc on the back either. Just like my Polaris Ranger, I got all that lift and all those tires and all that stuff on there. It just gets you farther back away where somebody can't get to. You can get stuck. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know I'm not the only one to get stuff stuck. Tyler's got him a little story. We're about to bring that up, too, because he brought this up. But... Yeah, get me back there. That's, that's fair enough. <laughs> but I mean to tell you, that... That tractor, I really thought it was going to make it, Jake. And and I was cruising along there good till that tire just happened to fall off, and then it just put a little skid in my skid in my ride. So um, I'm glad I'm out of it. But, yeah, Tyler, he was, he's he's trying to farm some potatoes or something up there. <laughs> no, I swear we're farming rocks. Every year we disc a food plot, it's just boulders. Rocks just keep coming up, and that's that's what we were doing. We were clearing out all the rocks in the food plot. I'm talking anywhere from baseball size to, you know, bigger than watermelon size rocks. We we're picking them up and throwing them on the trailer. We had the side by side, and it was wet. It wasn't as wet as what you went in. Let's let's get that straight. But um, we loaded the trailer down with God a couple hundred pounds of rocks. Going to go dump it in the creek and. We got stuck, got stuck big time. So we decided to let the winch out. We're going to winch up to a tree and pull ourselves out. Well, we didn't know we were at the length of the winch and it stripped and I went flying, pulling the winch about hit a tree. So we had to get a tractor and pull that out. And it was, yeah, it was a mess. I always say my dad is the best mechanic because he can mess something up twice and have to fix it. And that's quickly where I'm going with my skill as well. So not a good time. I'm not a huge fan of having to fix something. You know what I'm talking about? No, never. I mean. You think we'd learn to stop messing stuff up? In that moment, I just soon just leave that disc there and buy a new one. That's leave it all. That's, yeah. That's, that's, how, <laughs> that's how mad I was at the instance. I was mad. I was back there. Thank God nobody could hear me. Uh, good Lord didn't look down on me very uh good that day for what i was saying out loud but i mean it i could have just left it all right there and i'd have been just as happy just we just rode around it i'd have had somebody make me a path around that disc or we can just get around it and leave it there <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that little extra canopy come fall yeah and i called john jacob he likes to work on stuff i'm like man, you need to come down here and help me get this out, help me with this winch. I think we can do this and that. I had a game plan, and he's like, oh, I just, I just don't think I can do that. I said, all right. Uh, I'd have got it out with uh, duct tape and a pitching wedge 
I guarantee you, if you would have came down, we'd have tore up so much trying to get that thing out. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, the idea to use the the Can-Am winch probably wouldn't work. Until we, you know, it would have worked until we smoked it, you know. But it doesn't I, work. I was willing to tear Wits winch up, is what I'm saying. That's just not very nice. <laughs> well, Wait till it gets in the goose field. It'll be like my ranger sitting up on four jack stands getting the front end rebuilt on it. You know what's funny about that also is is like my dad and John, they didn't realize how stuck I was and where I was. They're back there. They kept asking me, can we get a truck to it? Can we get a truck to it? I'm like, y'all really don't realize where I'm at. I'm like in the middle of a creek. Like I'm... I mean, both ends of it, 100 yards both ways, you can't get a truck to. We cannot do a truck. And they just kept saying that. I'm like, all right, let's bring a truck. But John, you bring your brand new truck. Let's go down there and do this. <laughs> that would have been awful. But that, we, we could have brought Jake's work truck. That might have worked. Oh, uh, you ain't going to get that little Ford and that little 150 it. I'm 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 on dig all day every day checking them gas wells just trying to wear them factory tires out so I can get some grip spurs or something put on it. <laughs> you think they'll upgrade you or what? I mean I hope to go to something that will actually sling mud. The other day <laughs> I just I pulled up on this well side. I know it's a sketchy spot because I've almost got stuck there before, but I've been turning around in there. I'm like, okay, it ain't gonna be that bad. I pull in there. Check what I need to check. Hop back in. I put it in reverse. Step on the gas, and it doesn't go anywhere. It just sits there. I'm like, oh boy. Cracked her down in the drive. Didn't go anywhere. <clears throat> anyway, I had to get kind of physical on the RPMs. About six grand on that little V6, and it wasn't even throw no mud. I mean, it been tires. I just need some tires on that thing. And my personal truck, or my truck, I've been taking the dogs out on Chaffee and down to the river. I need some tires on that thing, too, man. Well, they sell them every day. I hate getting stuck. Hey, like you said earlier, all it does if you got a set of tires is it gets you further away from some Yeah, it really does. It really does. It just gets you back the, far enough away from the, the closest point to hook a winch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all I did with my tractor, though, honestly. And it sounds like, Tyler, they're just up there farming rocks. I mean, do the deer eat them or what? No. No, the deer do not eat them. That's the worst part about it. And they just keep coming up. It, hey, it's like the earth's shifting, and they just keep coming up. Have you ever tried one of them little rolly things or whatever it is where it, it like, grabs them and flings them up in a little basket or something? I don't know that. what it's called. I don't know if that would work. I'm talking these rocks are huge. Huh. It, it takes two of us to pick some of them up. Now, the smaller stuff would work. Yeah, we just run a pick through it, and then a rake and get most of the small stuff up. But the big ones, it's just, they're not moving. Hmm. It's I, tough. I am so glad I don't live up there where there's rocks, because I'd really screw something up then. I'm well, it's, it's not. Digging, son. Yeah, it's not bad from getting, like, stuck standpoint because you don't get stuck a lot because it's mostly gravel or you know bigger rocks it's not that gummy mud but you can't plan anything up here unless you run through it a couple times i mean we spent two weekends picking rocks out of one of the plots 
So deer better eat what we plant. Y'all are gonna have the only food plot in a raise in a raise. <laughs> 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 hey, that's actually not a bad idea. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, yeah just take you some tubes in there. Yeah, take some tuba twelves, and it's gonna be soft now. After I was walking it. Here we are out there picking up rocks, and you come along in five minutes and fix a problem. Hey. <laughs> that would have led to a bigger problem. I guarantee. You. So, somehow the rocks would migrate their way up through it. I, I oh yeah, they just keep moving up. They're moving up. It's not much less rocky at my house. The raised beds of Fayetteville. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I, I just climbed up in my food plot here. Hang on a second. <laughs> Step up this ladder. Hey, it could work. Change. It could work. Well, it's like, no, let's keep a hog out. I don't know. Yeah, that's true possible but no i just uh i ain't been putting any food plots in or nothing cool like that uh been working with this little pup of mine quite a bit trying to get him get him on the right right foot and he's doing pretty good uh let's see what was it we had last week you called me i was in about shin deep mud stomping around through the bottoms and i seen a I seen a raccoon from the road. I was like, I'm about to, I'm about to put this thing right on these dogs' heads. So I, I get back. Well, you can see it from the road, and you walk in there, and you're like, well, I have no idea where I seen him. Luckily, I found it. And uh, dogs are sniffing around, not really paying no attention. And let's see, I shot him. I killed him the first shot, but I missed the other three. I think's what happened. But uh. He fell, I'm going to say like 50 foot and landed. I thought it was stone cold dead. So I cut the dogs and that thing had a second wind and he just went to whooping the dogs. And I went over there trying to get it, get the dogs back. And then my little pup grabbed that raccoon by the, by the back and flung him up in my face. I had to swat the coon out of my face because I thought I was going to get smacked. And uh, anyway. We were all covered. Dog yeah, we were head to toe covered in mud. And uh, it wasn't too bad. Were you happy? Well, I mean, I wish they had found it, not me, but we're working on it. I got two right now behind the house that we they, spotted a while ago. They go into the gauntlet later? Well, I got a trap set too, but I hope they find them uh, naturally with their nose like they're supposed to. Oh. They, they both were for sale two days ago. <laughs> both of them. I was in here taking care uh, of the baby who just was turned two months old yesterday. So I'm in here holding him. And I was like, well, I'm going to go put the dogs up. Well, I open the front storm door, stick my head out, and this smell hits me. I'm talking the worst smell I've smelled in a long time. I told Jessica, what do they got out here? I ain't going to tell you what I said, but it stunk bad. Well, <laughs> I peek out there, and Reba has this wad of something about the size of a foot-long Subway sandwich just <laughs> chewing on it like gum. I'm like, oh, my God. And I kicked that door open. I went to, you know, swinging my hat, you know, running them out of there. Well, you picked it up with your hands? 
No, no, no. Let me tell you, this took my breath away as soon as I stepped outside. <laughs> so I I stepped back in after I shoot them off. I had to get a, regain my composure because it smelled. I'm telling you, I don't know what it was. And, well, here come Reba back up on the porch. Well, she forgot she had uh, her collar on. Well, she went down to get that thing again. I hit her with about three megawatts of Garmin. And uh, which is low six, I've tried it. <laughs> it feels it's it ain't no joke. But anyway, I, I gave her a few kilowatts, and she uh wasn't interested no more. So then I had I'm I'm probably in my underwear. Put my overalls on, go out there, go get the <laughs> shovel. I go get the shovel. I'm telling you, I can't breathe on the front porch. It's so bad. And I took that I took that shovel and I went to scoop that up, and it like stuck to the concrete. And it like rolled the shovel over the top of it, and that smell hit me, dude. I gagged so freaking hard. I was like, <laughs> and uh, I mean, just uncontrollably gagging. I finally scoop it up on the shovel, and Jess is inside. She can hear me gagging. I I gagged all the way out to the woods where I went and chunked this thing, and uh, came back in. My eyes were watering. I was like, oh my god, I don't know what that was. Still don't know what it was. I don't care what it is, but the worst smelling rotten something. So anyway, I put them on Craigslist for about 15 minutes. You take them off yet or what? Well, if they treat these coons, I will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing worse when a dog finds something like that. But I mean, obviously, she liked it, whatever it was. I mean, it might have... Might have grew some hair on her or something. I don't. I don't know what the saying would be. I don't know, but they were going to get to sleep in their inside kennels that night because it was going to be cold. But they smelled like that rotten whatever it was, so they got to live outside that night and probably get cold. But the next day, I was putting a collar on on her and. Judo is in the back of the ranger, and I could still smell that on their breath, and just instantly about made me puke. Mm, it was special. Whatever it was, it was special. Dogs smell. Dogs are bad about that, man. I'll tell you what. I, uh, I mean, you had that skunk experience we talked about on here, but I mean, that oh, this... I thought that was bad, but I, what you're describing, it, it... I I will snort a line of skunk spray. <laughs> Before I smell whatever's on that daggum <laughs> telling you right now, just snort it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, before I get off of uh, off onto Drew here, I know Drew's got us a story what he's been up to. But uh, T Bird, real quick question: I had a fan message me and ask. He's he's an avid listener. He's wanting to know what you're planting this time of year in that food plot. Planting this time of year, I've got a uh, domain seed hot chick. It's a chicory and clover blend. Supposedly is really good for springtime, hot summertime temperatures and can kind of handle some of the cold going on. So I've, this is the first time I've used it. Usually I use Whitetail Institute. I haven't been super pleased with it up here, but we'll give this domain a try and see what it does. I'll tell you that domain, I... That's what I planted behind the house, but we had this drought of 2022 this last year, and a lot of mine uh, struggled pretty hard. But 
right now in the spots. I I use oh they have all kinds of names like Big Sexy or what are all oh yeah they get all different names ridiculous like, names yeah and uh, I used a, a few of them and they had some clover mixes and uh, etc like that. God, I can't remember the exact name of the one I used, but um, it's it's actually came back this spring, even after the deer. I mean, when I planted it last fall, it was a drought, and then when it finally caught a rain, it came up. Then all the deer just mowed it down. But somehow, probably probably sixty percent of it came back this year, and I got a bunch of clover and stuff growing. I mean, and some wheat and and mess like that. So. That actually came back pretty good this spring. I mean, it might have died here in this last 25 degrees we just had um, out of nowhere, but uh, it did come back. So I, I like that domain stuff. I think if you're a better farmer than me, obviously I don't have skills of driving tractors and doing that stuff, so uh, you probably can grow up pretty good. I think raised beds probably be your best bet, though. Yeah. <laughs> if, if nothing else, I'm going to figure out a way to feed deer rocks because I got those. Where where you get that stuff at? Co-op or something? I ordered it offline. They've got a website. They've got God. They probably got twenty eight different seed blends. Yeah, um, you just kind of yeah, just find what works best in your soil and you know climate and and just kind of pair it up. But like I said, this is the first time I'm going to use it. But I've heard a lot of good things about it. So I think, stay tuned. I guess. Yeah. No. I and and honestly, I think later on in the year especially around late summer, early fall, I, I think we get to talking about food plots and stuff because that's all I'm, I'm already like all over that, just trying to, but I need some dry ground. So if anybody can send that my way, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> when it happens, and then I want it to rain again. So I, I'm kind of hit or miss on this whole weather thing. I just, I ain't real good at it yet. I, I even told my wife the other day, well, actually I didn't tell her, I told her, her dad, me and him went hunting together, and I said, man, we need to get us a big water tank. That way we can artificially at least yeah. get some of this alive. You know? uh, yeah, that's, water back there. that's what we had to do this past fall, take take a water tank, two trips out there, and, and water the plot. He's like, do you know how much that would be for one of those? I said, man, I just don't want to have to carry a five-gallon bucket of water. I said, I ain't talking you know, 2,000 gallon tank. I'm talking like, you know, like a four or 500 gallon tank. That'd be plenty. At least I don't have to make a bunch of trips, you know, but that's just right behind my house. I'd be, my water bill would be high, but it's high anyways. My wife likes to take baths, so it don't matter. Well, just run your, run your water hose and a sprinkler out there. I thought about it. <laughs> it could be done. <laughs> Well done. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you I will. I don't know where the water table is, but we're going to find out. I don't think I can get there, but I was pretty close in that hole I was in. <laughs> pretty close. But, Drew, what have you been up to the end of February here? I know you've been busy at work. Everybody's been, you know, I ain't going to get into too much info. Sounds like insurance business has been good. but Yeah, we've been dodging some haymakers from Oh, Arkansas, Mother Nature down here. It's been uh, it's been pretty busy. Just hot, cold, tornadoes, ice storm. You just you just name it. We're gonna have it down here in the in the month of February. But 
I just haven't been doing too much, just working. I really haven't had much to hunt. Goose season's done. So just getting ready for this turkey season and didn't really start off on the right foot, but we'll uh we'll talk more about that here later on. 